Yes, today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, as I sort of alluded to, gonna play a whole bunch of interviews that I've done with Snoop Doggy Dog. Gonna jam in as many as I can. I've interviewed Snoop Doggy Dog, now Snoop Lion, six times. Interviewed him in the year 2000, in the year 2002, in the year 2003, in the year 2007, in the year 2010, and this year, in the year... 2013. So going to jam in as many as I can right now on an Ardwarty Human Survey Radio Show. Actually, we're going to start with my second encounter with Snoop Dog in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It was at the Metropolitan Hotel in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we're going to hear an interview I did with Snoop Dogg on the patio of the Metropolitan Hotel in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada from the year 2002. So this is the second time I spoke to Snoop Doggy Dog. And yes, we'll have the brand new interview with Snoop Lion at the very end. So here's me, Nardwarty Human Serviette versus Snoop Dogg from 2002. T- uh, 2000 and two. Who are you? My name is Big Snoop Dogg, and I'm the king of the West Coast. If you don't know, you do now. Bow wow. Snoop, you're here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we'd like to give you a little welcome to our house. Here you go, a little present for you. Any man, good looking, man. That's called a Black Panther. That's what I am, a Black Panther. Can you believe me? It's a little cat to go play with the dogs. <laughs> I can dig it, man. I got a cat at home named Frank Sinatra, a little white cat with blue eyes. He's love. He's going to love this right here. Now you got a little black homeboy. <laughs> Snoop, you love Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Do you have a house here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Um, no, not yet, but um, I got a lot of friends out here that always make it feel like home out here. So I look at Vancouver as a home away from home. The people out here treat me with so much love and just a beautiful situation. I can breathe clearly over here. You dig? I wish you could tell that to Steve Francis. He only thought the only good thing about Vancouver was cheap CDs. What's up with that, eh? I mean, he didn't give it a chance, you know what I'm saying? So I came out here and gave it a chance when I shot my movie Bones, followed up and shot a couple of videos out here, fell in love with the people, the community, just the whole vibe, you know what I'm saying? Only thing I got a problem with is customs, but now they're starting to treat me a little bit better. Now, speaking of customs, you did this movie here, Snoop, with Tommy Chong. Yeah, The Wash. Tommy Chong had a cameo in there. Where, uh, he actually sold me a few things. Um, it was a pleasure to work with him because I grew up uh, watching Cheech and Chong. And, and he lives in Vancouver, too. That's a good thing. That's my main man. Tommy Chong, if you're watching this, what's up, homie? Does Tommy still smoke? Um, I don't know. I can't say if he does or if he didn't. You know, you'd have to ask him that. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, the last time I was talking to you, you were really excited to see my Red Fox doll. You almost tried to buy it off me. In fact, you took my Whispers record. Now I think it's totally amazing. You have your own doll. Yeah, that's real talk. It's called uh, Lil Junior. That's the name of my doll. And you can go to vitaltoys.com if you'd like to see it before it comes out. It's actually a replica of Snoop Dogg. The way I'm standing right here is the way he's standing. He can move like me. He can do just about anything except talk, but he can do it all. His name is Lil Junior. Hit us up at vitaltoys.com if you want to check it out. Now, Snoop Dogg, some other people have done some Snoop Dogging. Check this out. This is... this. I'll just get this to you. This is a Snoop Dogg marionette. Oh, that's sharp. Ted, you see this? This is a Snoop Dogg marionette. This is a Snoop Dogg marionette made by some dudes from the BBC in Scotland. That's dope right there. Can I get one of them? I need to take one of them home, man. That's slick. Yeah, we'll give you a copy to Mag there. That's dope. I like that. Now, I was curious there, Snoop. You're here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You know, we're talking here a bit about dolls and puppet stuff. You are here for the Muppet Christmas. Yeah, a very uh, special Muppet Christmas. That's what I was out here to do today, to shoot that. Um, I was, you know, very excited about the opportunity to do it, you know, because I grew up loving the Muppets. I got three kids at home that still love the Muppets like I do. And it's a good thing that I could come out here and interact with a program that's so, you know, targeted towards the kids. You know what I mean? I love y'all. Snoop, you're so versatile. You can do porno and you can do the Muppets. That's incredible, Snoop. That's what I say. My uh, my fan base is from 5 to about 65. It's a real thing. Snoop, what's the best Muppet to work with? Who's the nicest Muppet to work with? Um, Either Miss Piggy or Kermit. One of the two. But I had fun with all of them today. Janice, uh, Ralph, uh, Teeth. Uh, I mean, I had a great time, man. I, I can't even lie to you. They really turned me on today, man. I really fell in love with the Muppets all over again. Are you going to be able to rap with the Count at all? You never know. He's cold. The Count is real cold. He's real pimpish, you know what I'm saying? With his collar up, popping that collar one time, Jack. 
Now, going back for the history of the Muppets, there is Roosevelt Franklin. Do you remember Roosevelt Franklin? I remember Roosevelt. He wasn't on the set today, but I sure remember him. Yeah, are there any black Muppets on the set? Well, I think I was the only black Muppet on the set, you know what I'm saying? I put the flavor in the game today. So, I mean, you know, it's a good thing. The Muppets is green, orange, purple, brown. You know, they got a whole bunch of colors. They're just a special situation that's still alive. Jim Henson, you was a, a, a genius for creating that. You were Snoop Dogg in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Do you remember Roscoe Orman? He played Gordon on Sesame Street. Yeah, he was sharp. He was real slick. I remember that. I remember Big Bird, the Cookie Monster, you know what I'm saying? I'm down with all of that. Because he also did the movie Willie Dynamite. So he was a player and on Sesame Street the Muppets, just like you there, Snoop. Willie Dynamite, that's, that's strange you said that. One of my artists, Superfly, his album is called Willie Dynamite. I mean, we, we love Willie Dynamite. That was a hell of a pimp movie. Goes down in history. Roscoe was sharp on Sesame Street. And for him to make that movie do that just shows that you can do what you want to do if you wide range like that. Now, I gotta ask you, Snoop Dogg, what did the Muppets think about Endo? Uh, we didn't talk about Endo, but I mean, we shot it in Vancouver, B.C., so I'm pretty sure they're aware. I mean, you look at Kermit, he's pretty green, and you got a new green car, so I think Kermit is down with it there, Snoop Doggy Dog? You never know, you have to ask him, Snoop Doggy Dog, Kermit the Frog, bow wow. Snoop Doggy Dog, is this the ultimate way to get high? What can you tell the people about this right here? This is, um, it looks like a vaporizer, but it might be the talk box that Roger Troutman used to use, but at the same time, Animal from, uh... The uh, Muppets, he has one in his mouth on the set today, getting his thing on with it. So it might be, you never know. That's what it is. It's a talk box. Snoop. Keep putting shit in my hands. Snoop, what's the importance? Sorry, what's the importance? What's the importance here, Snoop, of the band Zap and Roger Troutman? Well, the importance of Zap and Roger Troutman was they were a part of this funk movement, you know, extended and put in the game by Boosie Collins and George Clinton, you know, coming from the product of James Brown, the king of funk, the godfather of funk, godfather of soul. So, I mean, Zap was a, uh, another branch to the funk tree, just like I'm funk. You know what I'm saying? I am a branch of the funk tree. It was a part of the game that needs to be spread out, and it spread out and, you know, bred people like myself. Good thing. Roger Troutman, rest in peace. Snoop Doggy Dog, I think it's great that you can work with the old, with the old school rockers right here. You working here with Bootsy Collins, Snoop Doggy Dog. That is amazing. And Fred Wesley. Bootzilla Baba. I mean, I'm a part of the funk train. You dig what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm before my time, man, in a real way. I think I'm a throwback. I go back with all of the old school action. I can make things for the new school people as well. But, you know, being able to work with Bootsy, Fred Wesley, George Clinton, and all those great artists from back in yesteryear, it's a, it's a beautiful situation. I'm glad that they accept me for who I am and let me continue to drive the mothership connection to the funk millennium. Them, baby. Now, winding up your Snoop Doggy Dog, do you think you ever will make a comedy record, maybe like Richard Pryor? Super nigga! You know what? I got a character I'm making called Super nigga. I need to get this album, thanks. No, not again, Snoop! You're stealing my stuff! I ain't stealing and I'm taking it. No, 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 no! You just realized that there was a record and actually, Snoop, Blowfly, what can you tell the people about Blowfly? DJ Quick is down with Blowfly. Me too. Uh, Rap Dirty, Blowfly's Convoy, uh... The uh, electronic pussy, uh, uh, what else is on here? Sesame Street, Batman sign, One Less Dick, Tom Jones Show. Blowfly is a legend, man. He was one of him and Rudy Ray Moore. Well, they had, they had records back in the days. They used to be at my house, and they used to be up under the uh, component set. And my moms would leave. I'd slap them on, listen to what they say, and just have a ball listening to them, man. This is another record I'm taking from you. Actually, there's no album in that one. You'll just... I just need to cover. Baboon, because you were Snoop Doggy Dog. Now, Snoop Doggy Dog, lastly here, I want to talk about your brand new record. Welcome to the house. Now, tell us about the Girls Gone Wild section of the CD. Um, the Girls Gone Wild section of the CD, that's something that I did with uh, Joe Francis, the creative Girls Gone Wild. And it just puts the freakness in your weakness, you know what I'm talking about? It's a good thing that we can mix both of them up and make it happen like that. So y'all go get it, Girls Gone Wild doggy style, when it hits your store real soon. Have you ever heard of the movie Meet the Feebles at all? Yeah, you know what? I seen that movie late night one night. I heard that the guy who directed uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I heard he did it. And um, when I seen it, I had told one of my artists, I was like, man, cocaine, you need to see this movie. This shit is so off the hook with these uh, Muppet-like characters. And they were shooting and having sex and just being so real. It was like a crazy movie to me. I actually bought the movie, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it. And I feel like that's a classic movie that people really need to know about. It's so like the X-rated version of the Muppets, isn't it? The shit is hot. And you are kind of like the ghetto Steven Spielberg, aren't you there, Snoop? No, I'm the ghetto uh, Martin Scorsese. Did you win some awards for your porno? 
Yeah, I won two awards, two AVN awards. I won the uh, Top Seller Adult Video of 2001, and then I won the Best Music in an Adult Video. Snoop Doggy Dog, what about your theme park? Is there going to be a theme park, a Snoop Doggy Dog theme park? Yes, I'm trying to create a park right now called Doggy Land where we have a lot of rides and fun-filled things for the kids as well as the adults. Just trying to get it together and find the right location, so be on the lookout for it. Snoop Doggy Dog, here we are at the end of the interview and you're walking away with my stuff again. I mean, it's like taking candy from a baby. You're such a nice guy. Remember last time you took my Whispers record? Remember the Red Fox doll? Yeah, that shit was dope. I, I had a great time taking it from you, too. I never stole something so easy before. Well, I didn't give you the Red Fox doll last time. You took the Whispers record. Whatever happened to that? It's at my house getting spent right now. I love the Whispers. I grew up on them. You know how it is when you see something you grew up on and you ain't seen it in a long time. You just got to have it. I got to have this. And now you're taking my Blowfly and Richard Pryor record. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Super Nigga and Blowfly. Stealing stuff from Nardware to Human Serviette. I got to do it. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Really appreciate your time. Anything else you'd like to add to the people out there at all? Thank y'all for supporting me for so many years. You know what I'm saying? It's true. You can do what you want to do if you keep God first and just believe in yourself. Um, I'm a proven example of that. I'm going to continue to make good music for those who love and support me. Y'all keep doing what y'all do while I do what I do. LBC, y'all love your church. Snoop Doggy Dog, thanks so much. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do 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 <laughs> And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. You just heard my interview with Snoop Dogg from 2002. Next, we're going to miss my interview with Snoop Dogg from 2003, although you can hear that at Nardwar.com, and we're going to skip ahead to my interview from 2007 with Snoop Dogg. And after that, my interview with Snoop Dogg from 2010 and in my brand new interview with Snoop Lion from 2013. So right now, here's me, Nardwar the Human Serviette, speaking to Snoop Dogg in the year 2007. All on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. Snoop, you guys ready, Corey? Yeah, it's all on, dog. You ready? I think I might not ever be ready. <laughs> Long Bit of Cane, that album was sick That album was sick That album was super sick I get raw uh, R-A-W 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 uh, Set it off Backstage here with Snoop Doggy. Do double jizzle. Who are you? Snoop Dogg, the greatest rapper of all time. Nissan LBC, the LBC savior. I'm the best thing rap got going. Snoop Doggy Dog, is it true that you lectured at Oxford? Did you lecture at Oxford University? I did lecture at uh, Oxford University along with Harvard, Yale, and Princeton. Just to name a few. You know, I got bitches everywhere. Snoop Doggy Dog, I think it's amazing. You always take it to another level. The Snoop Hot Dog. How can anybody top the smooth Snoop Hot Dog? What can you tell me about the Snoop Hot Dog? It's a beautiful thing. You know, everybody loves to eat hot dogs, so why not eat a foot-long hot dog with Snoop Dogg on it? You understand me? No balls included. What does it taste like, Snoop Dogg? What do your wieners taste like? Uh, <laughs> they taste good, actually. They uh, taste like... The best hot dogs you ever had with seasoning salt on the inside of them. My Uncle Rio got seasoning salt in the hot dogs. <laughs> Where can you get them, Snoop? Where can you get the Snoop hot dog? They're going to be at local venues at uh, grocery stores. I'm opening up a Snooper market, a chain of Snooper markets where they're going to be selling them at, as well as the sporting events, the uh, arenas where they play basketball, football, and baseball. Snoop, I think it's great, the hot dog. And I think you are a person you can ask about advice and stuff. What do you think about this right here? This marketing doll they have, the Bismarcky doll. If you want to open it up, you can go check that out. And tell me what you think about the Bismarcky's doll. This is the Biz? This is the Biz. That's my, oh, sorry about that Biz, you big head fucker. This what? is my homeboy. What do you think about the biz? What can you tell the importance of the biz, Snoop, and the biz doll? What do you think about this from a marketing perspective? It's diabolical. He's like the amazing beatboxer, isn't it? In a cereal box. What do you think? This is dope. 
This is dope. I like this. What they was selling this at? Probably about $200, Snoop Dogg. How long ago did you get it? It's been on the market about two years or so. Oh, it just came out? Yes, and the biz, it, two years actually, and the biz has been taking it to another level. Check it out, Snoop. He also has, because you're the wizard of marketing, the biz clock. He's got his own clock. Is that something that's ever gone through your mind for a biz clock? <laughs> a snooper clock? Nah, I ain't thinking about getting no clock. I'm just tripping on biz expression. He's something man who's I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm selling the clock. Snoop Dogg, what's Snoop Dogg food like? What's the dog food like that you have? Because you have Snoop Dogg food, don't you? Doggy yeah, biscuits? Doggy biscuits, dog pet line products. I even got clothes for your dogs, you know, sort of kind of like some of the outfits you're wearing, like the sweater you got on. It's like one of my outfits I got for the dogs. Baboom! <laughs> You love the dogs, don't you, Snoop Dogg? Like, you really do love the dogs. I really do. I'm a dog lover. That's just by nature, you know what I'm saying? George Clinton called me the futuristic Bow Wow. Because I want to ask you what you think about when you read of stuff like this. Like, check this out. This was in my local paper, the North Shore News. And check out this headline that we have right here in the North Shore News. And it says, Snoop Dogg faces execution following West Van attacks. Snoop Doggy Dog is just bad to the bone, said neighbors who were bitten and chased by him near West Vancouver, British Properties home over a nine-month stint. Oh, this must be a dog named Snoop Doggy Dog, not me. <laughs> yes, it is. A Rottweiler cross named Snoop Dogg has been put on doggy death row this week. Wow. So how do you feel when dogs get put on doggy death row there, Snoop Dogg? Like, fellow dogs and stuff like that. Like, you love the dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. If, well, I wish I'd have known about this. I'd have went and broke him out. I'd have broke him out. If I'd have been here, he would have been alive. I'd have got to kill something. Sorry about that, Snoop Dogg. You went out like a gangster, though. A West Van Gangster G. Sure did. Snoop, what do you remember about being in Korn's video, Twisted Transistor? Um... Just being a rock and roll star that I am. Having fun, acting a fool. And who was else in the video, and what was it all about? David Banner was in the video, Lil John was in the video, and um, Exhibit. We actually played uh, Corn. They got some rappers to play them. And in the video, there's a guy wearing a tartan hat and asking you some questions, and he gets slapped. Do you he, remember doing that at all? He imitated you. That's what I was wondering. Is that an illusion to me? It is. It was you. We we, we thought about you, uh, Corn, and myself, and my manager. Um, Ted? No, his name is Dick. His last, Dick, you don't know my manager, Dick? Last name in your mouth? <laughs> Boom! Dick in your mouth. Yeah, my manager Dick in your mouth told me to tell you that. <laughs> no, is that true, though? Hold on, hold on, go ahead. Uh, winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, I just think it's amazing. Thank you for giving me the props here. I would like to ask you, why do you like to steal my stuff, Snoop Dogg? Remember you first tried to steal my Red Fox doll? Do you remember that? I stole the Blowfly album from you. You I wouldn't let me take the Red Fox doll, but I see some shit I'm taking today. I'm taking that. I'm taking this. I'm taking that. Uh, I... I'm not sure, Snoop Dogg. You took the Blowfly album. That was quite intense of you. And actually, I talked to Blowfly, and he has a message for you for taking my Blowfly album. I talked to him, too. And what is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg, do you think? Here is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg for taking my record. And here we go. Snoop, you remember you snow my fucking record, dog? You are a fucking dysentery and bone bearing, tick catching, police scratching, lights erasing, hoe chasing, no growling, bull moon howling, no listen, biting, pissing, no barking, bone hawking, calling, caring, hound, marin, cat beating, apple eating, poor excuse for major mutt. Your breath smell like undoes your lash, but I'm out of the cut. In exactly 13 days from now, Snoop, you're going to look down and find a beautiful pussy where your little dick used to be. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I'm gone. Flow fly. That nigga said, oh, 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 I'm gone. Blowfly to the rescue. Blowfly sticking up for me, Snoop Doggy Dog. Well, shit, that's some OG shit right there, because Blowfly is a real motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? And this is the real McCoy. 
Come on and join Blowfly's convoy. So are you ever going to sing with Blowfly on the stage? He wants you to sing with him on stage, to convoy. I want to I get down with Blowfly. Blowfly, I want to get in the studio with you, make some music with you, and do it big with you. You're one of the artists that I'm looking forward to working to. I always wanted to get down with you. And remember also, you mess with Nardwater Human Serviette, and Blowfly will come after you, Snoop. What's going to happen in 13 days, eh? I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want that to happen, man. I don't want Uncle Blowfly to put that curse on me. Snoop Doggy Dog, winding up here lastly, what can you tell about the importance of R&B and stuff? Here we have Lynn Collins with her song Think About It, which I think you sampled way back when. Yep, this is a bad record right here. James Brown produced it, I believe. What is really the importance of R&B and soul with Snoop Dogg? Um, like, why do you like R and B and soul? There's so much of it. Like, like slave too. It's the feel of the music. It's like the sound of it, the feel of it. Oh man, this is slave who you sampled for gin and juice. Yeah, watching ladies, watching you. Like these are really important soul R and B records. You really love it. Look at me. I'm in love. What do you remember about the moment, Snoop Dogg? Look at me, I'm in love. The preacher said, I'm in love. Oh, this is the shit right here. I remember they had the, uh, the um, falsetto voice, the lead singer was singing high voice. Lastly here, Snoop Dogg, how did you get your tape to Dr. Dre, you and Warren G? How did you get your tape to him? How did you get your demo tapes to him in the early days? Shit, Warji got that motherfucker to him. That's his brother, so he found a way to get it to him doing a, uh, a bachelor party. The music had cut off, and uh, Warji slipped my CD on, well, my cassette at the time. He slipped my cassette on, and he kept the party rocking. Snoop Dogg, what can you tell me here about Special Ed? He was a big influence on you, wasn't he? Yeah, the Special Ed. Yeah, this is my homeboy right here. We finally got together and made a record together, too. This is my homeboy. I was definitely inspired by him. Because I liked his style and the way he just was different than everybody else and how he just, he never really did it like nobody else. He did his shit the way he's supposed to do it and I liked that. That showed me how to be me. Snoop Dogg, I was wondering, what does this mean? You addressed this soul plane hat to me and it says CMF. What does CMF mean, Snoop Dogg? Cock-sucking motherfucker. Should I take that as a compliment? Definitely, you suck cock good here. Well, thank you very much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Anything else you want to say to the people out there? I'm the greatest of all time, next to Cassius Clay and James Brown, and then the Snoop Dogg. What about Curtis Blow? Curtis Blow, good. But like I said, Cassius Clay, James Brown, then Snoop Dogg. Cassius Cray, you mean the greatest Cassius Cray? That's what I just told you, didn't I? He's the greatest of all time. This is him talking. Yes, it is. And doing some rapping as well. This is Muhammad Ali. Have you ever met him at all? Yes, this is the champ. I need this for the beats that I'm making right now. I don't think you can take this, Snoop Dogg. I'm just going to borrow it. I don't know. What is the difference between taking and borrowing Snoop? We've been through this. I mean, I'm going to give it back to you. Taking it means you ain't getting shit back. (laughs) Okay? Why do you always take my stuff, Snoop Doggy Dog? Because let me tell you what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to go to my DJ. I'm going to let him sample it, put it in it from the turntable to the computer, and I'm going to give it back to you because I know this means a lot to you. I'm not going to be like I used to be when I used to see you taking your shit. I'm going to borrow it now. It's going to be both of our shit. Okay? I'm just going to keep it at my house. And whenever you need it, you can get it. Really? I can come to your house, Snoop Doggy Dog? The next interview we do is going to be at my house. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. And you can have the poster as well. I'm giving, I'm throwing in the poster. Thank you, Pimpin. And I like your style. I'm going to be real harmonic towards you because Blowfly on your side. It's, it ain't easy to get Blowfly to ride what you mean. That's some gangster shit. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 Smoke one. Snoop Dogg, y'all. And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. All dog, all lion today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. And you just heard an interview I did with Snoop Dogg from 2007. Before that... There was an interview that I didn't play from 2003 with Snoop Dogg. But before that, there was an interview I played from 2002 with Snoop Dogg. And before that, I missed playing the interview I did with Snoop Dogg due to time constraints from the year 2000. But you can hear that at Nardwar.com. Coming up 
two more interviews with Snoop Dogg. This next interview was not done at Snoop Dogg's house, but it was done in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and it's from the year 2010. And in an interview from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, brand new from the year 2013, an interview with Snoop Lion. And all these interviews are the raw, unedited audio that you may not have seen on or heard on YouTube forums. Here right now is me, Nardwarty Human Serviette, and Snoop Dogg in conversation in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And if you are offended by different swear words and you're young, please leave the room i.e. there's some offensive material coming out, and please tune out if you're easily offended. Thank you. Jabba dabba do. It's your boy Big Snoop Dogg, and you're watching Narwhal's Video Vault. And you know what channel you on? You bet you, you bet not change the diesel, my nizzle. Church. Who are you? Snoop D-O-double-G. Snoop, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you for having me, Nardwar. It's a pleasure and a treat to be here again with you. Snoop, right off the bat, I wanted to ask you about this gentleman right here, Buzz Aldrin. You worked with Buzz Aldrin, the moon guy. Yeah, the man on the moon. Me and Buzz and uh, a couple of rappers got together and did a song with him. He was actually a cool cat, man. He was rather down to earth. How did that all happen? That's amazing. Like you rapping outer space. Uh, funny or die. Uh, dot com. I think that's the name of it. Um, they hit me up and suggested that me and Buzz get together because Buzz was a fan of mine, and I love what he did, being one of the first guys to walk on the moon. So it was a natural, you know, combination. You know, us being highly innovative. You understand what I'm saying? Snoop Doggy Dog, it's amazing. I've been interviewing you for 10 years now. Do you remember the first time I talked to you on the set of the movie Bones in 2000? 10 years! Mm, I do remember that. This is where I shot Bones at in Vancouver. And here we are 10 years later at the Metropolitan Hotel. In Vancouver, B.C. In Vancouver, B.C., Canada. And people really have enjoyed our interviews over the years. Do you know that, Snoop? Yeah, because they've been rather different, you know what I'm saying? Because most guys who interview me don't have as much personality as you, don't have as much, you know, courageousness. You know, you courageous and you got a lot of personality. So it brings the best out of me and you at the same time. Well, thank you for the kind words, Snoop Dogg. And I want to say our interviews have inspired people. Check out this. Cartoonist Mitch Clem drew this drawing of me. And look who's in the corner. Oh, no. Big Snoop Dogg. I like that. He got James Brown on the bottom, too. Huh? And Tommy Chong. Wow. What a combination. And Nardwarty Human Serviette right in the middle. And you're bigger than everybody else. Well, uh, to a lot of people, I am now. Because check it out. Turn this over and look also what Mitch Clem drew. Nardward, the Canuck. Nardwar the Canuck. So you're a Vancouver Canuck. I am Nardwar the Canuck from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I was wondering, Snoop, when is the interview going to happen at your house? I've been trying to set this up for three years because you kindly said the last time I talked to you, I could interview you at your house. You are more than welcome to come to my house. You just got to get a ticket and come see me. Get at my partner. He'll let you know how to get through the you know, door. Once you get through the door, you get past the dogs, you get past the dogs, and you get to me. So I have been trying to set it up for three years. I haven't had too much luck. Well, I'm going to make that happen for you, OG, because, you know, I got love for you in that jacket you're wearing right now. Thank you so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Speaking of wearing stuff, Snoop, I've asked you this before, but do you think you will ever, ever wear a dress like Flip Wilson? Um... Never. Never. I, I respect Flip Wilson for what he did, his craft, as far as being a comedian and taking it to the next level and doing... What was the character that he played? Was it Geraldine? Yeah, that is Geraldine. That is Geraldine on the flip side. But, uh, Flip, you did that. You were a great inspirator. You did that. You inspired Jamie Foxx to do Wanda, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Tyler Perry doing My Dear and all that. That's a beautiful thing, but that's, that's not my world. That's his lane. And I have a gift for you, Snoop Doggy Dog. Right here we have a Flip Wilson VHS for you to enjoy. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I love Flip Wilson. They had a special one with Flip Wilson and uh, Richard Pryor on the other night where it was just showing all of their variety show special. That's beautiful. Snoop Dogg, speaking of wearing stuff and jerseys and stuff, I saw that you were wearing a Maple Leafs hockey jersey in 1993 on Arsenio Hall. 
Yeah, because the maple leaves reminded me of a chronic leaf, so I was representing that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that the Canada flag was so close to the chronic leaf. I just liked the way it looked, so I was representing and it was blue. But that's amazing. That's some OG hockey stuff, like 93, repping the Leafs. I was repping the Leafs. I was repping the Penguins. I was repping the Oilers. The, everybody. I was the first rapper to wear hockey jerseys in videos, on stage, everywhere I went. That was my look, you know what I'm saying? Because I was trying to do something that was different. And I respected hockey because hockey is a tough sport. And it takes a real man to play hockey. So I was trying to be different by doing that. Snoop Doggy Dog, what about the movie Black Ice, Willie O'Ree, that hockey movie? I really wanted to do that movie. I hope they do it, man. Willie O'Ree, I had a chance to meet him, man. He He's a great guy, you know what I'm saying, and very in-depth. He was one of the greatest guys to ever slide across that ice, you know what I'm saying? He paved the way for a lot of these, you know, hockey players that's doing what they're doing. So I really would like to see that story come to life. Snoop, one of the times I was trying to talk to you is when you were doing Hockey Night in Canada. I was trying to get down to L.A., but you were busy doing Hockey Night in Canada. What do you remember about that? You rapped on Hockey Night in Canada to Bob Cole. I mean, that's what it's all about, man. I mean, Snoop Dogg is, is an international individual who loves people, and people love Snoop Dogg for who he is. I can connect and, and communicate with any world or any realm of people. And hockey is a great sport, and I fell in love with it. And once I fell in love with it, I started to get more into it. So whenever they called on me to do things like interviews on Hockey Night, why not? And you did that rap to Bob Cole, which was great. Like, that's equivalent to being like a Monday Night Football. That's big hockey night in Canada. Yes, sir. I mean, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm Big Snoop Dogg. Big Snoop Dogg in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Snoop Dogg, you have the song called Serial Killer. Serial Killer. And speaking of Serial Killer, the song, you mentioned Watts in it. What can you tell the people about the Watts Prophets and their record? Wow. You got the Watts Prophets album? This is heavy. This record right here was a lot of talking. They did a lot of talking, but the way they talked over the music and the things that they said and just... Uh, in 1971, too, like rapping black in a white world. Yeah, they was going hard. I remember the song, Hello, Niggas. That was a hell of a song on there, you know what I'm saying? It was just... They had a hell of a bass sound to it, the piano. I mean, it was just... It, it symbolized what we were going through in America as African-Americans at the time, and this was a very, very strong record. And I'm glad that you brought this, Nora, because this is a piece of history that people need to know about. And DJ Quick has sampled it, too. Have you ever thought of sampling it or anything like that? I don't have the record. Maybe if I had the record, I could sample it. That's for you, Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, Lord, I appreciate it. Now I can't sample it. Snoop Doggy Dog, here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. St. Ives, you did some sampling for that, didn't you? You did a record of St. Ives. Yeah, St. Ives was the shit, man. I, I used to roll with them. That was a, a beer company, and then we converted into a juice company because we felt like the beer was getting too played out, and we wanted it more appealing to people. So we made it a fruit juice company, and it became something real big, and we did music and CDs and mixtapes and just keeping the spirit of the West Coast alive. One person, though, that I think I like a bit more than St. Ives was Cal Worthington. I love Cal Worthington. And his dog, Spot. I love those commercials. They're amazing. Well, that is. I, I grew up off those commercials, man. Right outside of Long Beach. Who is Big Slice? Big Slice is my, uh, I guess you would call him my, um, mechanic. No, I wouldn't call him. What is the word? If you're good at math, you're a mathematician, right? If you're good at cars, what would you be? Big slice, I guess. Exactly. Fuck it. And I think he made like a special car for your security, didn't he? Yeah, that big head fucker always making special cars. Snoop, will there ever be chicken noodle Snoop? Chicken noodle Snoop with a blunt on the side. Why not? When you were in Vancouver a couple times ago, did you really order dinner from 14 different restaurants? I think 14 different people probably ordered dinner for me trying to, you know, please me and not knowing what I wanted and they brought it back wrong as opposed to just knowing what I like and getting it right on the first time. I got a partner in Vancouver named Ian who basically takes care of all the needs that I need and he had been doing that since I shot Bones out here and, um, you know, I don't depend on nobody but him but a lot of people always show me love because this is like a second home so people, you know, go overboard with trying to do things for me. What have you eaten in Vancouver, Snoop, so far? Church's Chicken, uh, Pizza Hut, uh, A&W's, Denny's. Speaking of chicken, Roscoe's, bringing Larry King to Roscoe's, that was an amazing moment, Snoop Dogg. What can you tell me about that? Larry King at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. It was a, uh, a great moment in black history. 
to have Larry King bring his black ass in Roscoe's chicken and waffles and eat some shit that he'd been dying to eat for years. And then you suggested those drink names, didn't you? Yes, sir. The Tiger Woods. Yes, sir. And Arnold Palmer. Beforehand, you feel me? I called it beforehand. Snoop Dogg, what is going on in this photo right here? It seems amazing. What is this exactly? This is a um, a wax figure of Tupac at the Madame Toussaint um, Wax Museum in Vegas, I believe. And that's me standing right next to him because they had just did a wax figure of me. And it looks just like me, just like that, look like Tupac. Look like that's me and him. If you look back far, like that's really me and him together. You can't tell it's wax until you get all the way up on it. Have you been to the Black Wax Museum in Baltimore? There's one in Baltimore. Oh, I have never even heard of it. Yeah, there's a Black Wax Museum in Baltimore. Are you serious? Yes, I'm totally serious. The rapper Rai Rai told me about it. I need to get up on that. I, I never heard of that. I would like to be in there. Snoop Doggy Dog, of all the roasts you've been to, do you think Lisa Lampanelli is the funniest? She's hilarious, isn't she? She is funny. I like Lisa Lampanelli. She's got a big mouth and a big cunt. Speaking of dirty things, Snoop Doggy Dog, Blowfly, you finally met him. Years ago, here in the Metropolitan Hotel in 2002, I showed you my Blowfly record, which you took. I had to take it because, I mean, Blowfly, Clarence Reed is a favorite of mine, and he's been in my household since I was a kid, so I finally fucking met him. You know, via you putting me back in the world of loving Blowfly again. I met Tom, Uncle Tom, his drummer. And um, he came to my show and he hung out with me for about four or five hours. And we just had a great time. He talked to me, he rapped to me, he talked shit about everybody that was with me. I mean, he was just the guy that I thought he was. Snoop Doggy Dog, what can you tell the people about this VHS cassette right here? I was curious, did you put this out? Oh my, Kev. This is what the fuck I've been trying to find. My Smoke Fest Volume 1. This is the first one I ever put out, cuz. Look, this is the first one that I put out. This is my first movie that I directed, put up the money for, shot it. See what it says on the back? Writer, director, and executive producer, Snoop Doggy Dog. You don't even have a copy yourself? No, I don't. I did this with Donald, I did this with Donald Randall, who was Dolomite's Rudy Ray Moore's manager at the time when he was alive now check out where i got this right there you took the wrapping away this is quite amazing look where it started it started here 50 cents? <laughs> no it started at 50 records for 14.95 and it ended up at 50 cent at lily's book in it, vancouver went to 50 i thought it was anything 50 cents for your actual vhs that's dope so would you like this too snoop doggy dog I'll gladly give you a dollar for it Wow, okay, we'll do that then. Compensated for your time and your troubles. I've been looking for this shit, homie, on some real shit. I've really been trying to find. This is my first one. I found uh, volume two. They got volume two. You can get that anywhere. This shit right here is rare. This is the one where I directed it. I shot it. I got in trouble behind this shit, too. There's some shit on there that's raw and cut. And now it's back in your hands for nobody to see ever again. Right, Snoop? No, I bought so, Snoop, here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, but Canada now owns Death Row. Did you hear about that? Some Canadians now own Death Row Records? I heard that. I really heard that. Some weird things happened at Death Row, like there was a Death Row auction. I think they sold one of your MTV Gold Records. They sold Suge Knight's underwear. That was some really weird stuff holding up with Canada. Underwear? What the hell they do that for? They sold Suge Knight's underwear. That's nice. How much did they get? I think it was $5, or maybe it... That's... that's Awfully high. Snoop, do you know the band The Gourds at all? They have a song called Gin and Juice. Do you know the band The Gourds? No, The Gourds. They redid my shit. They own some country shit, and they hard in the motherfucker. I fucks with them. I like them. They redid my shit on the country with a, with a twist on it. Snoop Dogg, winding up here, I also found this clipping, and it was from a local paper. And what does it say there in the corner? Top dog. Did Snoop Dogg's find this for B.C.? But caused him to miss a flight after a chilly whack concert. That's what I was wondering. Were you hanging out at the Amsterdam Cafe? That's what they were saying. You were hanging out at the Amsterdam Cafe. Plus, chilly whack is the best name for a place to do a gig, isn't it? It really is. That shit is sweet. That's a tight picture. I was in Amsterdam because I got an Amsterdam hat on. I got on about five different gold chains. 
That was at the Amsterdam Cafe in Vancouver. That's what I guess I was just wondering. Do you remember that being late? Would you remember the Amsterdam Cafe down there in Hastings? Did you ever check that out? They've had a picture of you outside sometimes. Yeah, I always go there when I get off that plane, you know what I'm saying? Because it's legal to smoke there. So when I get off the plane, I usually go for broke. They got me in here with uh, Sasha Barra Cohen and Oscar nominee David Strathairn. Who are these pricks? Not Snoop Doggy? Dog. And Dog, Snoop, you're always on the lookout for new talent. Mayor Hawthorne, you have Mayor Hawthorne. He's dope. He is dope. He's one guy that caught my eye with his sound, with his whole persona, the way he presents his music, and just his love and passion for the old school as far as trying to re, you know, bring it back to life and bring a rebirth to it. So I love his music. I'm down with him so much. There's another person I wanted to ask you about. I didn't get a chance to speak to you on your last tour, but you had Lady of Rage with you. Mm-hmm. What can you tell people about Lady of Rage, like female rappers? Lady of Rage is signed to my wife, Boss Lady Entertainment, so we're working on her record right now. She's on the process of coming back. She's still doing what she's doing. She's acting as well. You know, you may have seen her on Friday or Friday after next. You've seen her on the Steve Harvey show, so she's doing her thing as far as acting, but she's back in the studio working on another record. Whatever happened to Doggy's Angels, the all-girl group that you're working with? Them? Doggy's Angels? Yeah. Them was my homegirls. I mean, you know, I think they broke up. You know what I'm saying? You know, success is a mug, man. When they got success, they all wanted to be solo as opposed to staying together, which was the best thing for them, which I thought. You know, that's why I put them together as a group. But, you know, some things are made to, you know, learn from. Well, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Snoop Doggy Dog? I just want to say to all the people in Vancouver, B.C., I love and appreciate y'all for supporting me for so long and just always being a, you know, a place of relaxation for myself and a, a comfort zone whenever I want to get away and just want to be to myself and enjoy some good B.C. bud. Vancouver is always the place to be. And also, I'm happy that I was able to help you out and get that VHS for you. My friend Leora actually found the VHS, the Smokefest VHS. Hey, Leora, good looking out. You's a bad motherfucker for that, man. I've been really trying to find it. I actually went on eBay and tried to buy the shit from a motherfucker that was going to sell it to me for like $40. And I'm glad I bought it for a dollar. Leora, you's a real motherfucker. And also the Watts Profits, too. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Now, that's heavy. Be on the look for, now, that's going to be on my next album. You're going to hear some of that, so I'm going to have to give you a shout-out on my next album. So look on the credits on the back. A double shout-out to my nephew from Vancouver. You know what I'm saying? The Canuck, Mr. Nard. Stay hard, Ward. Well, thanks so much, Snoop. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do-do-do-do-do. Do-do. Yeah. Rock out with your cock out. And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. Today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show, it's all Snoop Dogg and now all Snoop Lion. Coming up, an interview I just did with Snoop Lion at the South by Southwest Music Festival in Austin, Texas. If you've been listening, you've heard interviews from 2002, 2007, 2010, and now 2013 that I've done with Snoop Dogg slash Snoop Lion. I missed playing interviews from the year 2000, the very first time I spoke to Snoop Doggy Dog in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and an interview I did with Snoop Dogg as well in 2003. You can find those at nardwar.com if you want to hear them. So right now, here's an interview a brand new interview with Snoop Lion from South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Motherfucker right here. Me and him been doing interviews for years, man. This nigga's like my Howard Cosell. I made you, Cosell. I made you, goddammit. I made you, Cosell. I made you, Cosell. Craig Sager ain't got shit on this motherfucker's outfit. See, look at this shit he be wearing. This motherfucker Nardwar is a cold piece. First off, who are you? I am Snoop Lion, top selector number one. Ja Rastafari. Snoop Lion, welcome to Austin, Texas, South by Southwest. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you for, you know, rolling out the carpet for me. Well, right off the bat, Snoop, I'd like to ask you, what can you tell the people about this poster right here? It is something that I've always wondered about. Did this concert actually happen, Snoop Snoop Lion? It actually happened. This was a concert August 24th, Miami, Florida. We got shot at this night. Yeah, this is the night when Steve came and shot it up. A nigga named Steve was outside. 
And uh, we was getting in the club, and Steve was like, Snoop, it's, it's your boy Steve. It's your boy Steve. Let me in with you, Steve. And nigga, me, him, Nate Dog, all of we just was like walking by him, not paying attention to him. So then once we got in the club, they was like, Say your boy Steve out there shooting. Your boy Steve out there shooting. So they had to rush us up out the club. So we jumps in the uh, no Luke Skywalker security, put us down like the A-team while they busting, boop bop, boop bop. And we running from car to car, jumping the back of a limo and get up out of there. That's what I remember about this concert. It really happened, and we really got bust on that night. I need to get this up out you. You bitch. That actually I was hoping that you could autograph for me, Snoop. Yeah, so you always do this shit, cuz you bring shit that I should just be taking from your ass, but I'm gonna sign it for you. Give me the pen. I have it in my bag, but actually, I did want to ask you. Did you take that Richard Bryan album from you last time? Yeah. You've taken quite a few things over to your studio. Where does it end up? I always wonder where it ends up. Is it still at your house for me to get? No, you know what? It, it goes on my wall of fame, or either I put it up somewhere. It's special. You know, the things that I take from you is prime possession. You know what I'm saying? The people I steal from, I like to put it up high in my life. Snoop Dogg, I always talk to you about puppets. You love puppets, like Rico. Remember Rico the puppet? You remember Rico? Yeah, uh, Max Sean wrote the song for me and Rico. Uh, New Zealand Air. How the song went? Uh, 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 Rico. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Would you be mine? <laughs> yeah, that's the writer right there. Make off it. Rico the puppet. Hello, sunshine. Would you be mine? If I'm not mistaken, from Australia, right? Yeah. They came down New Zealand. Shout out to Rico in New Zealand. Everything luxury courtesy of Cashmere Stampede. You know, Rico came down. Rico came down and did the and did the puppet show with Snoop Dogg and the Doggy Style crew, and we had fun. You know, we're real familiar with puppets, no doubt. Yeah. So I always ask you about puppets, Snoop. But you, over the years, you've had some great dolls, haven't you, Snoop? Man, I've had some. Oh, you, you remember this doll right here? Oh, that's hard. That's hard. I have had some great dogs. Queen B, look at his hairstyle. This shit is sweet. Look. Queen B, you can't just start stealing shit. I steal shit from him, not you. You don't even have your own doll? No, I don't. So we have the Snoop Dogg doll. I asked you about dolls long ago. What do you think about the Tupac doll that they have? Okay, that's hard too. Okay. That's sweet. Tupac and Snoop. I like that. Just like the poster. Yeah, that's that's real. Me with the suit on him with his chest out. That's hard. And check this out, Snoop. They also have now the Beyonce doll. Have you seen this before? Mm-mm. Hold on. Ooh wee. Ooh wee. It's bootylicious too. Hold on. That's a rubber ducky. Ooh, it's her whole body. It's a rubber suit. Her body's so bootylicious. She ain't no Beyonce. She's a blow up biatch who's crazy in love with cock. You don't have to put a ring on this pumped-up pop diva to make her all yours. Though just add air, and this bootylicious baby is yours. Date for the night. Don't let her seductive smile and good girl reputation fool you. Her three love holes are begging to be filled with your man meat. Make her hit the high note while you tap that ass from behind. Rap star boyfriend not included. (laughs) Baboo! You hear me? You ain't getting this back. (laughs) Wow. So we have the Snoop doll, Tupac, the Beyonce doll, but I have the ultimate gift for you right here, Snoop Doggy Dog. This is something that we both love and is in this towel for you, Snoop Doggy Dog. The ultimate doll. Blowfly motherfucking Clarence Reed. Nigga, you got Blowfly? A Blowfly bobblehead. You know you ain't getting this. That's for you. That's a gift for you. Because you know goddamn well this was not going back with you. And this, Snoop, you actually did a song. Take that condom off. Is that what the song was? Heard that? Take that. How did that go? That shit was awesome. I did two songs with him. I did uh, Take That Condom Off and the other song was You Funky Bitch You. Yeah, you funky bitch, you, uh, uh, play on it, you funky bitch, you. That motherfucker was going crazy. <laughs> so awesome you had him on your show. You love that? I love the show with Currency. 
Currency, yeah, Blowfly, man, I mean, you know me, Norwood. I, I love special old school cats that I grew up, you know, loving and inspired to be by and whatnot. And uh, to have them on my show is always a treat, you know what I'm saying? I go research all of the old school cats, the ones that are still alive, and I try to, you know, breathe a, a breath of fresh air into their lives because they meant a lot to me as a kid, and I just try to keep their spirit alive. And Snoop Lion, I love that now you have, you have your own, you have your own Lion green vinyl. I love your own green vinyl that you got. That, that single I put out, huh? I went old school because I felt like my first single, I didn't even want to put my name on it. I just went Burhani, la, la, la. And just basically, you know, let people know that I'm going back to the basics of making real records. You know what I'm saying? With the yellow fang in the middle. Well, you had to do that. 45. Yeah, you don't know nothing about that. See, this is a real record right here. Y'all out, y'all on uh, USB keys and all that. This is a record. Don't scratch the record. Snoop, Lion, we've done interviews since 2000. The first interview was in 2000 in a trailer just like this. We heard Austin, Texas. Thir- the interview me and you did? 13 years ago. What, what was I 13 years ago? What label was I on? You were on Master P's label. I was? Yeah, because remember you had the Master P doll I was asking you about. And how how did I treat you when I met you? No Limit Top Dog. That's how I, I treated you cool? Yeah, amazing. And I, you treated me so cool that people remember that we talk to each other. So they give me stuff to give to you. And right now, we have this right here. A guy from a band called the Too High Crew. Oh, wow has this t-shirt that you want to have a snoop doggy dog sonic youth style t-shirt oh, that's tight oh that's real tight oh i like the material on the t-shirt too this ain't no cheap shit it ain't no folklore really that's hard that's from cody from the two high crew cody from the two high crew what's up nephew i appreciate you man loving every minute of it but you know what's so crazy in our world when we first met did i take anything from you you took a Whispers record, and I think something else as well. You almost took the Red Fox doll. I gave you love on that. You know I love the fuck out of Red Fox. I don't know why I didn't take that motherfucker. That was hard for you to hold back, wasn't it? I wanted that motherfucker bad, too. You had a Red Fox, that motherfucking Sanford and Son. He had a, a Sanford and Son doll, cuz. Me, too. You hear me? But, I mean, I had, had too much respect for him. But I took that Whispers album, though. Olivia's lost and turned out. Snoop, more stuff. This is from Kyle. This is from Kyle. Check out this poster that he did right there. This is Kyle. He wanted me to give this to you. Oh, he painted this? This is from Kyle. This is dope. Kyle, you did that. So you got a, a, I'm a cross between a, 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 a Doberman Pincher and a, and a King Doby, huh? Mm. If you turn that around right here, we have an art show that happened all about you, Snoop the Snoop Lion. Drop it like it's art, a Snoop Dogg art show, 7 to 2 a.m., November 9th, 2012. The Fall Gallery, 644 Seymour Street, Vancouver, B.C. Look how they got me dressed up like the minister, though. Oh, wow. And I had an art gallery, and, I, and it did well? It was an art show they did, and it was packed, and people love you in Vancouver, Snoop. They just love you in Vancouver. I lived in Vancouver for six months. I shot uh, my first movie, uh, feature film, Bones. And that's where I met you. Yeah, remember I shot Bones out there? Went into the trailer, asked you about records, and actually, Snoop, wanted to ask you about a couple of these a couple of these joints here. What can you tell the people about the Posse Chapter 2? Have you ever seen this record at all? The Posse Chapter 2. Damn, I think I know some of these niggas. Hold on. I do know some of these niggas. This is a, a, a real West Coast album where it was Ice-T, the Feel the Fresh Crew, Arabian Prince, uh, DJ Unknown, DJ Slip, BC Powder. Oh, I know. These were niggas in the... Yeah, this was real hood shit right here. Niggas on the album with bats, huh? Look at these niggas on there with bats. Ready to fuck off. Ready, ready to fuck off a nigga that make the wrong turn. Back then, if a nigga turned on our wrong street, we whoop a nigga with a bat for nothing. Just because he turned on the wrong street. If you turned your motherfucking ass on the wrong street asking for instructions, we're going to instruct your ass with this motherfucking bat, you bitch. Fuck out of here. You do know that. that. I mean, that's how it used to be. I mean, and beside that, we have the L.A. Dream Team, the kings of the West Coast. Oh, yes. They're here. The Dream Team is here. Oh, yes. They're here. The Dream Team is here. I'm Rudy Pardee, and I've stole the show, and I'm on your stereo. What can you tell the people about the Dream Team, Snoop? The Dream Team was probably the first 
real crew from Los Angeles that made hit records that was party records that represented Los Angeles and the hip talk. You know, when they was first came out with that, can you say yo baby, yo baby, yo, yo baby, yo baby, yo, yo baby, yo baby, yo, yo baby, yo baby, yo. You know, that was the talk back then. And to be able to translate that and have a, a sing-along record, you know what I'm saying? That was the shit. The Dream Team, they was in the house. Then they had the other one. Oh, Rockberry, Rockberry, Rockberry. Oh, damn. Rockberry, Rockberry, Rockberry. Oh, damn. Rockberry. Niggas to get this freak on. I'm talking about freak up, bitch. All night to Rockberry. And underneath that, we have the unknown DJ. DJ Unknown worked on my um one of my albums. He was a producer for CMW. He was the original producer. This is Dan Chapansoff, DJ Unknown, back in the days. Yeah, Jeanette on there, Spock. And a couple other joints here Snoop want to ask you about. These particular records, going over records with Snoop Lion at South by Southwest. Breeze, he was hard as fuck. Uh, young son of no one. That was the name of his solo album, L.A. Posse. Yeah. It's time to rhyme, keeping in mind I'm gifted with the strength to go the length and it fits. Terminator, the lover. Look at this nigga right here. Bobcat uh, produced this shit. This is cold-blooded right here. But Ice-T did it way harder than that. You tried, little homie. He tried. And underneath that, we got the CIA crew. That's Ice Cube and Jinx. Did you ever see them perform? Nah, them niggas wasn't performing back then. They just put out a little record, but they wasn't, like, doing those songs on stage. But we heard they shit because we was at the VIP every day, so we heard all the new records. We knew who they was. The last interview we did, Snoop, I got a lot of feedback, including from the Watts Prophets. The Watts Prophets contacted me because you mentioned them in the interview. For real? Yeah, because For I... real Watts Prophets? Yeah, and they want to hook up with you. You got their hookup? No, I haven't been able to hook it up because I haven't been able to get a hold of you in the past couple of years. Yeah, I want to hook up with them, man. They, they deep with the way they talk and the, the literature and the speeches and the way they, you know, drop that dialect. And I thought I would give you a gift of some more Watts Prophets from this record that, that came out recently. Listen, Whitey, the sounds of black power. Oh, wow. I got to get this to Uncle Ruckus. He is going to hate the shit out of this right here. I'm giving this record to Uncle Ruckus on my show. Listen, Whitey, the sounds of black power. It's a definitive black power. Sounds of black power. It's got some more Watts Prophets on it as well. Say, man, watch your conduct. Also, during the interview, Snoop Lion, LaMarcus Allridge, you were wearing his jersey. From the uh, Portland Trailblazers? Yeah, and he gave you a shout-out for wearing his jersey because of the interview we did. For real? Yeah, he contacted me. Oh, wow, that's it. I like number 12. When I played, I wore number 12. You know what I'm saying? I'm a blazer. I like to blaze, so, you know, I could wear that jersey because I do blaze. And a lot of people were wondering, at the beginning of the interview, you put the blunt in the microwave for 11 seconds. Is it still 11 seconds in the microwave? Yes, sir. McShawn McGoffer is the creator of the 11-second effect. Uh, What it does is he put it on 11 right now. Yes, 11 seconds right now. Because see that, mm, that You hear that back there? There always is a microwave Yes, yeah, always a microwave 11 seconds Yes, over with 11 And we were with Snoop Dogg Here at South by Southwest And Snoop, another thing I want to ask you about This particular gentleman Bernard Wright The Nard Oh yeah, Nard Wright He had that uh, What's his big record that uh, You sampled him for G's and Hustlers Boom Boom this that album? Not exactly sure, but I was excited because it was Bernard Wright, the Nard, and you sampled the Nard, and you know I'm Nardwar, so I just love that. Yeah, that was the shit. That was the do it fluid. I had to do it, man. This guy right here is fresh. And you stole one of my records. I think it actually might have been the Watts Prophets record, yeah. the last interview, but I gave it to you, and you said you'd give me a shout-out on your next album. I lied. <laughs> Get used to it. I tell a whole bunch of motherfucking lies, but I'm going to give you a shout-out right now. Shout-out to my favorite partner, my favorite interviewer, Nard Ward, and you can print that. Anytime I see him, it's an automatic get-down. Craig Sager ain't got shit on his outfits. I mean, this guy right here is spooned and groomed, dipped and whipped, scudded and buttered, flaked and baked, 
Yes, sir. Yes, you are. And you are Snoop? Lion. Snoop Lion? But Snoop, what about dogs? Do you still care about the dogs? Like, look at this band, the Party Posse. Stepping in doo-doo. And look what's going on there. They crossing out the dog. That's why their album didn't sell shit. Who is these niggas? Is it really worth it? No. Stepping in doo-doo, dub mix. Y'all stink. Y'all record sucks cock. Snoop Dogg in Austin, Texas. And lastly, Snoop, here is a gift for you. A record that I think you're fairly influenced by, Benny Hill. Oh, you ain't got Benny Hill the album. Benny was a bad motherfucker, man. Benny was getting pussy late night. When I was a kid, right? He'd come on channel 13 late night. Nigga, when you see Benny, Benny be chasing hoes around. He got the little bald head dude. He slap him on his head a hundred times. They be chasing hoes around, dressing up like girls, trying to get him some. Benny was a bad motherfucker, man. I went to uh, Thames Studio in, in, in London when I first went out there where Benny, you know, used to film his TV show. I think I peed in there on the wall or something. Let him know how much I loved him. You know, I had to mark my territory. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Lion. Anything else you want to add to the people out there? You ever invite me over your house? I'm going to piss on the couch. Baha boom! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Snoop Lion. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do do. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pete, he for real. This is him for real. No, Pete, this is him for real, cuz. For real. This is Nard Ward for real. Anytime I go to Canada or any part of the world, I'm looking for him. Bless up. Nard Ward. Okay. I was supposed to take the, the ride at the Wanganui River and then find the crevice in. Hmm? Rico, what it do, nephew? Oh, hiya. You know, I'm down in New Zealand, lost in a bush. What I need you to do is come up out that bush, man. I need you to get on over to the studio, man, because I done cooked up this hot track, and I need you on it, man. Full speed ahead. Can you make that happen? I'll be there in a heart's bits. Rico. Ah, my recreation proceeds me. Come on in. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot that he has the studio in the in the behind of the house. <laughs> it's a really nice backyard. Really nice backyard. Rick, I was hearing. Oh, I'm going to get back with you. Hey, Rico, what it do, boy, man? man? I'm glad you made it, man. Oh, I'm glad to be here, my friend. Man, like I was telling you over the phone, man, mm -hmm. I've been working on this new album, hey? and I done cooked up this cold little whoop-wop that sound like you need to be all over. I see what you're saying. I got to make the whopping and the whooping on it and lay down my stinking. Okay, I'm going to bang the track for you, but I also want you to know I got some eye candy for inspiration. Oh. Yeah. Sounds nice. Let's shake it down. Engineer, can you put that music on for me, baby? <laughs> Yo, Rico, what it do? It's your big cousin Snoop Dogg from the Wild Wild West, man. Greetings. And I cooked you up this banging track. How we are today? Let me see if you can spit some too. Ready to get some fur on? Come on. Ladies, Rico's here just off the plane Ready to take away all your pain We're gonna cook a dish made to savor Come add your spice, don't matter the flavor Where's my lady's at tonight? Where my baby's at tonight? Where's my sunshine? Would you be mine? Here I is Where my baby at tonight? The big dog with the big bite Hello sunshine Would you be mine? From Cali to Kiwi we do it big in the New Z. Rico, do it to a baby. Where's my lady's at tonight? Where my baby's at tonight? Where's my sunshine? Would you be mine? Where's my honey? 
money at? I want my money back. We go like that. I want a kitty cat with a booty tat. I can dig that. Get loose, up and down. Move your body to the funky sound. Oh wow, I'm here now. It's the big bow wow. Where's my ladies at tonight? Where my babies at tonight? Where's my sunshine? Would you be mine? Pump your fist, pump your fist, pump your fist like this. Yeah. And New Zealand. Yeah. I got the feeling. Yeah. And New Zealand. Yeah. Well, you got a big ass head. I man. know he's pretty big. I took all the goddamn picture. <laughs> I am really loving this shit. This shit is fly to me. On April 4th, CITR and the UBC Film Society present an end-of-the-year party from 6.30 to 11.